I want to talk to you all today about how utterly wild it is, how lopsided the big tech companies are in terms of the politics of the employees that work for those companies. Because it's, it's, we all know it is real. We all know it's there. We all see it. We see the stats. But the numbers are so lopsided, so, so extremely lopsided that it kind of makes my brain explode scanners style. This is the Lunduke Journal <laughs> the Lunduke Journal of Conservative Nerdiness for January 23rd in the year of our Lord 2023. Uh, uh, Netflix <clears throat> Netflix is according to the Center for Responsive Politics the most cons- the most democrat anti-conservative company that that there is 99.6 of all contribute of of total contributions by employees to individual candidates all went to democrats during the last midterm according to the center for responsive politics 99.6 that means 0.4 percent went to republican candidates 0.4 that means if you're standing in a room with 200 Netflix employees, you would not be guaranteed that there was one Republican there. You would not have that guarantee. It would, it would be statistically possible that there was one, but you're not guaranteed. How nuts is that? It's so off the charts. It's wild. And you see it. You see it in the product they make. Right. You see it in all the weird, bizarre, just kind of gross stuff that they make. The 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 I I won't even go into that at the moment. But like, you know what I'm talking about? There's some there's some like child grooming, weird, weird kind of pedophilia stuff going on in the Netflix shows. And it's pretty disgusting. And ninety nine point six of the percent of the people there making those decisions are Democrats. Wild. How does that even happen? Like, how do you how do you do that? How do you accomplish that as a company without specifically saying during the interview process, are you a Democrat or are you a dirty Republican that I'm going to kick out right now? Like, unless you do that explicitly, I don't know how you accomplish this, th- those statistics. Like, just, just going on odds. There's so many people that keep their politics out of work, which I totally agree with, by the way. Uh, this has been brought up a couple of times in the community lately where, you know, we keep keep politics and religion and things like that out of work, right? You don't need to go into your, your job and start having debates with everyone about politics and religion and everything else. You don't need to do that. You can do your job. You can, you can, you can, you know, bond over the common things that you do at your job, if computer nerdy stuff or whatever, right? But if there's, if there's a lot of people that leave their politics at home. So with that in mind, just statistically, even, even with knowing that the, that Silicon Valley and, and the Seattle area and, and several other tech hubs are significantly blue. They're not 99.6% blue. <laughs> you can't accidentally stumble into a big tech giant company that has 
Republicans. It's, it's, you can't do that on accident. That blows me away. And then Twitter, right? Now, this is before the Elon Muskination of it all. This is before Elon came in with the battle axe and started chopping people. 98.7%. Again, 1.3% Republican? No. You, statistically speaking, and, and, and this based on the people that vote in the, in the general areas where these companies exist, combined with anecdotal evidence of just knowing people in the tech industry, combined with like the survey I'm doing right now, the, the Lunduke Journal uh, Big Computer Nerd Survey of 2023, which, by the way, if you haven't taken that yet, go take it. I'll, I'll, I'll link to it. Um, already tells me. Yeah, no, there's there's way more than 1.3% of software engineers, testers, UX designers, project managers, and whatnot. Way more than 1.3% that are hard Republicans, that are like Republicans through and through with the red MAGA hat on everything. I mean, there's just no way. That means that Twitter, in order to accomplish that, not only was scaring off in some way people who were more conservative... But they were out and out making a point of not hiring them. I mean, there, there's something sketchy going on there. Airbnb, Apple, Stripe, Lyft, Google. <laughs> All of those are 96% or more. Apple's at 97.5% Democrat. Now, I can tell you, knowing people at Apple and at Google... And at Salesforce and at Facebook, that is absolutely true. Hundred percent true. There's that's just that's just totes true. Uh, they are very very heavily political companies. People inside those companies, they talk politics. They have political forums. They have political chats. They have political speakers come in. They have political discussions and they have political action committees within the companies. Uh, They are very, very political. Apple is a crazy political company. Google is an off the charts political company. Super political. And everything I've ever heard is that is a general rule of thumb. Most people who are a bit more right-leaning or a bit more conservative or honestly even nowadays just kind of centrist super don't feel comfortable in in a lot in those in a lot of divisions within those companies you know some groups are a little better than others but a lot of them just don't feel comfortable there but you can't get you can't get to that just by happenstance now at the very bottom of this list is oracle And I think this is interesting because Oracle, heart of Silicon Valley, 66.1% Democrat, 33.9% Republican. Yes, that is probably legit. What that tells me right there is because that seems like a relative reasonable representation of the population of the people that live near those Oracle offices. They're going to be more Democrats, possibly even two to one Democrats, right? Compared to Republicans. But that's what we're seeing at Oracle, which tells me that Oracle is hiring people that they want to hire. And it doesn't have anything to do with their their politics. That's what that tells me. That's the assumption. And that's the only company on this list 
where the percentage makes any sense whatsoever at all. Uh, Hewlett Packard, Uber, Amazon, Microsoft, PayPal, eBay, even Tesla. No joke. Tesla is at 93.9% Democrat. How do you get to that? How do you accomplish that? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It really doesn't. Because that tells me that these companies, more likely than not, are purposefully and pointedly discriminating based on any knowledge or perceived knowledge about a person's politics. That's what this tells me. This tells me that people are going onto Twitters and Facebooks and looking to see if they can find what someone might think about a political candidate. To see maybe if a person lists their pronoun in their social media bio. Yeah. My guess is, yeah, that's happening. And there is undoubtedly pressure that's being placed on hiring managers to do that. Undoubtedly. I, I, I am positive of it. Over the last... Oh... I'm going to anonymize this 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 little anecdote as best I can. Because I, I don't want to get anyone in trouble here. But I've covered a number of software projects over the last, let's say, year or two. And one of them I was covering and I reached out to uh, one of the devs. Someone who I'd talked to before. And um, I liked, I, I, I liked this developer. And I said, hey, t- tell me, tell me about this, uh, this new, this new project you're doing, this new release you got going on. Uh, tell me about it. And uh, we talked about it and I'm like, it sounds great. Um, what if we do, uh, what if we do a little interview? Uh, maybe a podcast, maybe just, maybe just an email interview and I'll include some quotes from you in an article. Uh, So you can tell people, you know, kind of what you guys were thinking and what your goals were with the project and all that sort of thing. And this particular developer said, "Uh, uh, you know, I don't think I can. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, uh, there's 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 powers that be within the project that uh, don't want that don't want them specifically talking publicly with with someone who was conservative like me and i and i i i kind of just did a blink blink you you got to be kidding me right like <clears throat> um that's that's the stupidest policy i've ever heard just just come on my show let's let's promote your project let's let's talk about it let's 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 get the work that you're doing, which is exceptional, in front of as many people as possible. And, uh, you know, he talked it over with the rest of the project leadership. And they eventually, they, they came back to me like, no, we, we, they, they don't, they're not comfortable with that. Because some people perceive me as too conservative, right? That's the perception, within within some people and those people are extreme extreme hard left right like like hard hard left hard left like extraordinarily hard left and they and they they're not comfortable with that 
right? Because in their mind, uh, I'm conservative, and so ergo, I'm a Nazi, right? They 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 feel that way. They they're terrified of of people like me because I I don't have these extreme extreme left views. And I, and I told I told this dev, I'm like I'm like, look, that's that's really stupid. Like, you know, you you don't have to feel pressured to do an interview with the Lunduke Journal. You don't have to. Do is is it missing out on a sizable audience that would be specifically interested in what you're doing? Yes. Is it a dumb move from a marketing standpoint? Yes, but even worse than all that. You by by making that sort of stance, you run a, a clear risk of taking someone who was promoting you and advocating publicly for this open source or big tech or or various software or hardware projects and and turning that person into I don't want to say an enemy, but it's definitely off putting. When you when when you go to someone and you say, you know what, yeah, I don't want to be seen in public with you because of who I think you might vote for, so I can't be friends with you and I can't be seen in public with you. I mean, that's basically what they're saying. And that sort of that sort of attitude is prevalent. That sort of attitude runs deep throughout big tech little tech, medium tech, open source projects, uh, user groups, the works. It runs deep. It's not everywhere, but it's most places. And these are individuals that are not willing to talk to people who might think differently about them politically. And so if you've got those sorts of people running these projects... Uh, and, and those exact sorts of people with those exact same mentalities, because that's not even that's not the first time I've had that sort of issue. And if you have that, that means that that's that's who a large percentage of the hiring managers are. The the dev leads, the QA leads are those people. And something has happened over the last however many years where those are the people that have gotten into those hiring manager roles or or can influence the hiring. And so I think it's it's become a combination of they only will hire people who have similar to their their political ideas, right? Who are who are willing to publicly and proudly proclaim that black lives matter, here are my zizim pronouns um and uh uh expletive expletive Trump, right? Unless you proudly proclaim all of that, you're probably a Nazi in their eyes, so they're not going to hire you. Right? And they're going to justify that. They're not going to hire you. They're not going to talk to you um, from the marketing angle. like as Or as journalists, they're not going to talk to you. They're not going to want you speaking at their conferences. These are all things that are, that are just, that's just going to happen. And so then all the conservatives are off put by that and start avoiding these companies in addition to that. So it's it's partially that conservatives are avoiding companies like Netflix or Twitter, but also heavily that the people at those companies are purposefully discriminating against people based on perceived political affiliation or who they may or may not have voted for in the past. And that is 
not cool. But there's no other way you get to 99.6% Democrat. It's there's just you can't, you can't do it without trying hard, without specifically setting out to say I'm going to discriminate against Republicans in a big way, baby. You can't do that. You can't get there without the discriminating aspect. You can't do it. And so I look at this list and you know what it really does it makes me stop and go way to go Oracle. Because of this list, and I'm not I'm not a guy that's that's a big Oracle fan. I mean, there's there's a couple of decent software projects at Oracle, but but by and large, I've kind of made fun of Oracle probably more than I've praised them. But on on the on the issue of hiring discrimination, Oracle seems to be alone among this among this list anyway. But geez, look at that list. I mean, it's. It never among big tech companies. I don't I can't think of a single big tech company, not one where it goes mostly over 50 percent Republican. I can't think of one, not a single company I'm telling you right now within the Linux world, uh, uh, Red Hat, Sousa, Canonical. Heck no. Heck no. None of those companies uh, veer veer hard to the red. Uh, 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 even the 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 open sourcey hardware companies, System seventy six, Purism, no, they stay hard hard extreme left. I would be extremely surprised if you could find more than one or two Republicans at any of those companies. I would be extremely surprised because I I know those people (laughs) that doesn't mean they're bad, but it does mean that they've, they've created an environment where they are pushing political agendas internally within their companies. And I know without a doubt for sure that is happening at all of these big tech companies we've listed here today. They are pushing political agendas. They are encouraging people to get political in their jobs. And it's so strange because as, as some of our community members have been talking about uh, and pointing out over, over the last couple of days that we've been talking about things like this, it was really well accepted for a long period of time that you just leave politics at home. You know what I mean? You leave religion at home. <laughs> I mean, it's you don't have to hide it, but you don't you don't come out and and start trotting it around for everybody and like peacocking your your politics and religion. Like I, I'm I'm a conservative man. I tend to vote very conservatively. I have very conservative politics. I'm a religious man. Religion is a big part of my life, but it doesn't have really much to do with, you know, making software, at least not as far as anyone else need to know about it. Sure, my religion and my faith and my politics and all that, that that's part of who I am. But I don't need my boss and my coworkers and the people that report to me. I don't need to shove it down their throats. They don't need to know. All they need to know is what kind of is how I get my job done, you know, and uh, and how I do that, and we can work together on it. We we just we just work. 
right? And somewhere along the lines, that has changed. And it's become this this thing where, where everyone is not just allowed to talk about all their politics and all of it, but they're expected to express their politics and extreme politics at that. Centrist politics are not allowed at most of these companies. And, and if you're a conservative, you're just not allowed to work there, it looks like. I mean, this chart is just all blue, <laughs> except for Oracle, which my guess is people at Oracle just don't go around talking about their religion and politics all the time. They just maybe just do their job. Now, I wonder, I do wonder if the layoffs that are going on right now, Twitter and Microsoft and Google and, and, and Facebook and all of them, and Salesforce, <laughs> like half the companies on this list are doing layoffs right now. I wonder what impact that is going to have on this demographic makeup. I, I truly do. I, I talked about it I talked about it the other day, but I, I really do feel like they're more likely when when you're doing these sorts of layoffs, you're trimming the fat. You're getting rid of the least productive members or the com- or the, the the employees that don't contribute directly to the bottom line. If you're doing that, you're probably getting rid of people who don't believe in meritocracy, right? So just like we talked about the other day, if if you're getting rid of people who don't believe in meritocracy, you're getting rid of hard left people. So does that mean that the percentage is going to change? Are we going to see a suddenly a, a Twitter and a Netflix and an Apple and a and a Google Alphabet and a Salesforce and a Facebook that aren't instead of 97 percent Democrat, maybe they'll be 80 percent Democrat now? I don't know. Sure would be nice. It would be nice to look at that. It would be nice to know that there was a little bit less of a discrimination going on. Because if you go to tech conferences, like the grassroots one, like one one of my favorite ones, and it hasn't happened in years, uh, in years past was Linux Fest Northwest. I loved it because it was such a hodgepodge, homegrown conference, right? It wasn't put on by any big tech company. Uh, the big tech companies, they had the same little tiny rinky dink single table booths as the homegrown computer clubs and the chess clubs and everything else. Right. And when you go to those conferences, you quickly realize that, yeah, even in the town that this was taking place, which is a very liberal town in a very liberal state. In a what is perceived as a very liberal industry, there still was at least like 30 plus percent conservatives that were there. Which means that these big big tech companies, they had the same hiring pool as everyone else. So they were specifically discriminating because, uh, you know, if you've been in the industry long enough, you know that, yes, conservatives do not make up a majority of the industry. They do not. But they don't. But they. But they aren't one percent. I'll tell you that right now. Anyway, I, I. I think it's fascinating. I'm going to do some more more studying on this because it. It feels to me like the demographic makeup of big tech companies, 
and the tech foundations, the Linux foundations, the open source initiatives, the, these sorts of, of different organizations, they're all so hard left. They are either 100% run by people who are extreme hard lefts and who inject their politics into almost every aspect of the organization or the company, or there's like one token centrist. Right. And that's 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 how it is. And so I, I'm trying to dig a little deeper to to really see what's happening here. Is this being excuse me, is this being mandated by by corporate sponsors? Is this being purely driven by people within these organizations that just refuse flat out to be around, to associate with, to do business with, to hire people who are anything other than hard leftist? I think it's that one. That's my guess. I think that's a big part of it. I, I think I think there are some uh, some corporate overlords pressing their thumb down a little bit, but I think more than that, it's more of a cultural thing where because these people they don't want to be in the same room as someone who won't vote for a hard leftist po- politician. I've had conferences ban me from from walking on the grounds and I, I had I had one conference called Seagull uh, the Seattle uh, GNU Linux conference little tiny conference they banned me from showing up to cover it and support a friend of mine who was speaking there um, and literally threatened me with physical violence like they would hire people to to hurt me and physically remove me from the conference if I showed up why because I am conservative and I don't and I am conservative and religious and oh my gosh, they can't handle that. And I think that's the same attitude that is prevalent in the big tech hiring process, in these conferences, in the foundations and committees that you can see it in the way they hire people. You can see it in who they do business with. You can see it in their policies. There have been you can see it in 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 who they are willing to talk with from various publications. Even publications that have no politics at all, like the Lunduke Journal of Tech, even then, if the journalist himself is known to vote for dirty, dirty right wing candidates, you can't you cannot allow someone to talk to that guy. It's too dangerous. That, that guy must be a Nazi. It's very strange. It's very strange and very peculiar and honestly, a more than a little evil. I don't, I truly don't understand it. I, I just, I just don't understand it at all. I don't understand why people would not want to do business with someone because they voted for the wrong political candidate. I don't get that. I don't get why people would not want to be friends with someone because they voted for the wrong political candidate. I don't get that either. But I've seen plenty of that happen. And, and, and that same mentality is driving the Netflix 99.6% <laughs> Democrat demographic. It's crazy. I, I Honestly, I hope, I hope that enough of those people got the chopping block during the layoffs that it that it evens out the, the the demographics and statistics a little bit. 
I hope it, I hope that that's at least a silver lining that can come from people being forced to lose their jobs, you know, because losing your jobs is sucks. It's not fun. But I, I hope, I, I hope that some good silver lining came from that. I really do. I really hope it did. Um, oh, uh, I, sh- I should mention, if you are a founding member or lifetime subscriber to the Lunduk Journal of Tech already, you now get a free full subscription to the Lunduk Journal of Conservative Nerdiness. And if you want to pick up a new founding member yearly subscription or, an, or a lifetime subscription, you get full access to both publications, the Lunduk Journal of Tech and the Lunduk Journal of Conservative Nerdiness, including both the Substack servers and the local servers, all of it. Uh, <clears throat> I, I thought long and hard about this. And I want to be able to say thank you to all of the people that help to support the work that I do. Because I, I could not do this if it weren't for the support of all of you. I could not. It would not be possible. And I want to support that. I want to, I want to, I want to pay it back to you guys. And so, you know, we, we got the new publication up and, run, up and running. It's going great. Uh, people are subscriptions are driving up uh, uh, free and paid and and the traffic is is going up way faster than I was expecting. Uh, we had a the last week was was a record week for the Lunduk Journal of Tech. It was it was fantastic. It's great all the way around. But I want to I want to say thank you to all of you. So if you have an existing lifetime or founding member subscription and you want to uh, 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 redeem your complimentary one, uh, just toss me an email. Um, it's a manual process. So give me like a give me like a day to, to get everything set up for you. Um, but then I'll, I'll make sure you're you're all good to go. And if you want to get a new founding member, which is a yearly subscription or annual subs- or lifetime subscription, uh, go to conservativenerds.substack.com um, and you can subscribe there. But actually, you know what you can do? It's crazy. If you go to um, uh, conservativenerds.locals.com, sign up for an annual subscription there and just put in uh, $125 into the field that, that flags me and it alerts me that someone signed up for a founding member subscription. And then I'll go in and set you up everywhere. So you'll have accounts everywhere and you'll, you'll be good to go. Or, or you can go 350 for a lifetime um, and you never have to pay again for any of the publications. So that's pretty darn sweet. So uh, go do that. Go, <laughs> go, go grab one of those subscriptions. Uh, it's worth it. It is the best deal in all of nerddom. You know you want to do that. Uh, it's fantastic. And uh, anyway, uh, thank you to all of you for helping make that first week of the conservative nerdiness a success. Uh, it went way better than I thought it would. Uh, I was I was hopeful. You know, I, I I knew that I could do this. I knew that I could spin the publication up and write the articles and do the podcasts. But the question remained, how would everyone react? And everyone's been so positive and supportive. The numbers have been almost twice as high as what I was expecting. 
I don't have any clue if that's going to continue, but the current rate is phenomenal. So uh, thank you to everyone. Go grab your subscriptions. Uh, make it awesomer. <laughs> thank you so much. And be sure to take that that survey. If you haven't yet, uh, go to go to the Lunduk Journal of Technology, lunduk.substack.com, and the, you'll see the survey there. Uh, I'll try to link to it everywhere else as well, so you can you can find that. Uh, the more people that take that, the the better the data is on that that cool survey. We're going to kind of basically do a, a full computer nerd census, and I'm getting people to distribute that. Uh, a bunch of my tech YouTuber friends and podcasting friends are are distributing it amongst their audiences for me. So we'll have a nice, really wide, diverse group from all sorts of different computer users, not just Linux users, but Windows and Mac users and, and various alternative operating system communities, and we'll just get it everywhere. And uh, we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get some some big responses from that, and then we'll really dive into those numbers and and see what makes the computer nerd world tick right now at the beginning of 2023. I'm I'm really excited to see the stats. Uh, the current early results that I've seen have been fascinating, and I'm really excited to get really much bigger data sets so I can just start plopping them into just huge spreadsheets and building pivot tables and graphs and just going all the town. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. All right, everybody, that's all for tonight. Hope you have a fantastic day and evening, and I will talk to you a little bit later.